It's finally here. The Macy's Friends and Family Sale with an extra 30% off gifts they'll love. Get an extra 25% off dressed-up designer looks for kids from Calvin Klein and more, plus an extra 25% off Samsonite and Delsey luggage. With great prices from top designers, Macy's has all the best deals you can't miss this weekend. And don't forget to sign up for a Macy's card or use a coupon to get 15% off beauty products they'll love this season. Visit Macy's.com to find great holiday deals today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you like what you hear in this episode, please subscribe to our podcast, like us, and share us with your friends. Underground USA can be heard on iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spreaker. We appreciate you listening. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network. This is an NMJ segment rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, coming to you live from the flagship studios of AM860 and AM930, The Answer. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. I'm your captain, I'm your captain. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire... We will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Friday morning edition of the Captain's America Third Watch. I am the Captain Matt Bruce as we broadcast live from our Moss Nissan studio here at our Salem Media Group flagship stations, AM 860, AM 930, The Answer, plus 1380 The Biz in Tampa, Florida. We also broadcast across America on our Salem Media Group affiliates and leading independent radio stations via the national syndication of the uh, GCN Live Radio Network on the Westwood One XDS satellite. Now, we want to thank all of our military men and women who are listening to us around the world, plus our first responders, our EMTs, our firefighters, our police, hospital and ER room workers, and our 911 dispatchers, too, for their service to America. And to all those that are working on the third watch, everybody that's out there working tonight, we are your voice on the radio helping you get through the night. Thank you for what you do. Don't forget to check out the CaptainsAmericaThirdWatch.com website. That's the Captain's America thirdwatch.com website. Well, joining us right now, as he does every Monday and every Friday, Frank Salvato, the managing editor of the New Media Journal. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Mr. Captain. Time to say the pledge. You ready? You got it. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, flag of, of the United States, States of America and, and to the republic, republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. for all. And we emphasize the two words, under God, because our great country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. Well, Frank, 
Um, I'm going to start not with the Cortez uh, farting cow issue, but I'm going to start. I'm going to start with the um, Adam Schiff uh, in his committee. After a report came out from the Senate Intel Committee, uh, the chairman yesterday that absolutely no collusion of any kind had been found um, about the uh, Trump experiences of 2016 and beyond. But here's what Adam Schiff had to say before uh, he and the president got involved in a big tweeting contest. Will allow us to investigate uh, any credible allegation that um, financial interests or other interests are driving decision making of the president uh, or anyone uh, in the administration. Uh, the American people have a right to know, indeed have a need to know, that their president is acting on their behalf and not for some pecuniary or other reason. Uh, that uh, pertains to any credible allegations of leverage uh, by the Russians or the Saudis or anyone else. Now, we found out after this that he had hired an ex-NSC and a couple of White House staffers for the probe for his committee. And I all I can say to this is I thought the guy was dirty to begin with. I think he's even dirtier now. I thought you said we weren't leading with a farting cow. Well, we are. Oh. There he is. Right there. <laughs> there he is. Uh, you know, if, how about we, if, he, if he's going to do this for the president, if he's going to delve into the investigating the monetary influences of, uh, of entities and people on the president of the United States, why don't we turn that inward? Why, why, why don't we investigate every single member of Congress to see where the money influences is coming for their votes? Let's start with Nancy Pelosi. Let's look at him. Let's look at Maxine Waters. Let's look at Chucky Schumer. Let's look at everybody and see where the money influences are coming from. Because, Lord forbid, the Saudis, they didn't have anything to do with the Clintons, did they? Oh, yeah. You know, the Clinton Foundation was taking money from how many different countries and how many different people? And, boy, I bet you you wouldn't see a money influence from George Soros coming in to anybody in Congress, now would you? <laughs> boy, boy, is he, is he going to look into that, too? I what doubt a it. Bunch of hooey. Yeah, I doubt it. And of course, we we are talking about uh, uh, Mr. Adam Schiff, and I'm talking with Frank Silvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal. Now, the acting attorney general, um, Mr. Whitaker, uh, is going to testify before a House panel today. But you know, they just um, put through committee. <clears throat> pardon me. The um, <clears throat> confirmation came out of the Senate Judiciary Committee for William Barr. Uh, that's headed to the floor. Uh, of the Senate, I'm not sure if they're going to vote on it today or not, but they might. Well, let's 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 move it ahead. You know, I mean, we could. There was so much stuff. This is this comes down to the Senate. This comes down to to, to Mitch McConnell once again. So many things could have already taken place if we just would have moved in an expeditious manner in the Senate. Mm-hmm. I, I get that that the Senate is supposed to be the 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 cooling saucer to the hot teacup of the House of Representatives. But they haven't been moving at any kind of a rate. And, and the fact that we had to wait until Nancy Pelosi was, a, was in control of, of the House again mm. to do anything in, in the Senate is, is a little ridiculous. So all of the things that could have been passed and all of the confirmations that could have been heard uh, in an expeditious manner when we had full control of, of, of the legislative branch, 
all those people who weren't who weren't approved, all those things that weren't passed, they have to lay at the feet of Mitch McConnell. Uh, by the way, former uh, U.S. Uh, Representative John Dingell, longest serving member of Congress ever, died at age 92. Uh, apparently his wife, Debbie, Congressman Debbie Dingell, who took his place, was at his side when he passed away. Uh, but um, he was long remembered up there in Michigan for the stuff that he did. Well, uh, condolences to the Dingle family. Uh, I, you know, I, I never wish ill upon anybody. Uh, I thought there were some interesting aspects of his political career as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those secrets will all go to the grave. But uh, condolences to the Dingle family. Yeah, and one final thing, Venezuela still got the uh, port of entry closed over there in Colombia, claiming the U.S. is shipping weapons uh, to armed terror in their country. Uh, and again, <laughs> and again, you know, uh, they're the ones that inspect the vehicles, so uh, I, and nobody's stopping any of them. Yeah, the, 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 I had to giggle at the at the term. We're arming terrorists. Mm-hmm. We're the we're the ones that are arming terrorists. This is a this is a a regime that actually destroyed an an an, an oil rich company with a great economy, uh, inviting in people from Cuba, Russia, and Iran. Hezbollah, Hezbollah. You know, and, and we're the ones that are actually arming terrorists in their co- in their country. That's, right. that's laughable. Hold that thought. Folks, we'll be right back with more. Frank Silvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal. And don't forget to check out the Underground USA uh, podcast over there as well. When we come back, a lot more. And then we'll get into Ocasio-Cortez. Hey, Kevin Jackson here. And you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch. Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Yeah, you are. This portion of the program brought to you by our very good friends at Moss Family Automotive. Moss Family Automotive, four dealerships here in the area to serve you. And that's Moss Nissan up in Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River. Moss Wholesale to the Public, which is Moss Family Automotive in Homosassa Springs, a certified pre-owned uh, store, and Moss Family Chevrolet here on uh, Northdale Mabry Highway in the Carrollwood section of Tampa, where, again, four words on the new vehicles, you serve, you save, all active-duty military, all first responders, all veterans, all retired first responders get preferred pricing where you'll save thousands of dollars on your new vehicle. And don't forget to tell them the captain sent you because when you do that, you get an extra $500 right off the top. And again, to our friends in Valdosta that came down and bought the vehicle that I went up and shook their hand up there in Newport Ritchie the other day. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bill and uh, Diane were their names. Thank you very, very much, and we hope you're listening this morning and enjoying that great new Moss Murano you bought. All right, Frank Silvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal, is with us. Hello, sir. Good morning, Mr. Kevin. Ocasio-Cortez, otherwise known <laughs> as AOC, had a little yeah, had yeah. a little had a little recorded interview with an NPR uh, reporter yesterday, and I want you just to listen to about 45 seconds of the way this started. You're talking about things that obviously would cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I know you'd rather think of it as an investment rather than a cost, but it is just certainly a lot of money. You don't specify where it's going to come from other than saying it will all pay for itself. Yeah, I think the first thing that we need to do is is kind of break the mistaken idea that taxes pay for 100% of government expenditure. It's just not how... 
government expenditure works. We can recoup costs, but oftentimes you look at, for example, the GOP tax cut, which I think was an irresponsible use of government expenditure, but government projects are often financed by a combination of taxes, uh, deficit spending, and other kinds of, of investments, you know, bonds and, and so on. Well, I get on. that, but def- now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wow. But you take in taxes so that you can use it to spend uh, on things like infrastructure and whatnot. And we are currently taking in a record amount of income in this country. The government doesn't create money. Nope. They, they spend tax dollars. And for her to say that, oh, we can budget deficit spending, that's what we're trying to get away from. Right. You know, we, we, we are we are in debt up to our eyeballs. We borrow from other countries to try and leverage the interest rates. And she's just in, rolling that in there. No, no, no. You don't get it. We, we, we do things with, well, tax dollars. But deficit spending, it, it's like it's a thing. It's like you can go and pull out some more dollars for deficit spending. That, that's the most ignorant statement I've ever heard about economics and, and government and government funding in my life, and this woman was elected to Congress. Well, I'm glad you. New York have got to be out of their minds. And I'm glad you're so impressed with that. And because you were, I'll give you 55 more seconds of <laughs> of, of something else. Wait till you hear this one. On top of that, wait till you hear this one. So spending is borrowing money that has to be paid back eventually through taxes. Yeah, and I think well, I think that is always the crux of it. So when we decide to to go into the realm of deficit spending, we have to do so responsibly. We ask, is this an investment or is this actually going to pay for itself? So you're saying borrow the money, make the investment, the economy will grow, we'll pay off the debt. Absolutely, because we're creating jobs. Although I do have to say, you you mentioned the Republican tax Mm -hmm. cut. They said the same thing about the tax cut. Let's do this tax cut, the economy will grow, it's going to be great, it's going to pay for itself. hasn't turned out to be true at all. Absolutely. And I, I think that, that that is an important distinction to make because when they were advancing that cause, they had no evidence to say that these things were going to happen. But we actually do have the evidence. For every $1 invested in infrastructure, we get $6 back. Now, before you go off the chair and fall on the floor, um, all I have to say is that for anybody that doesn't think this tax cut stimulated the economy, added more money into the coffer, then they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And oh, by the way, Laughing Man wants to chime in. (laughs) There. Now go ahead. Boy, uh, responsible deficit spending. I don't know where to begin with that one. Not even close. Not even close. It's irresponsible to execute deficit spending, Mm -hmm. period, dot, as a government. You're supposed to spend within the in the limitations of what you raise, and we've been failing to do that for a very long time. Mm-hmm. With regard to tax cuts and and energizing the economy, I, I've just got a name to respond to her with, and that's Milton Friedman. Yeah, maybe she just just I know she won't open a book because that's got to be too laborious for her. But maybe, just maybe, because she's got her little smartphone out there and she knows how to do that, she could YouTube some Milton Friedman 
uh, segments just on on the stuff where he tries to to explain things to some of the people from from the late sixties and early seventies and get something out of it because Friedman right now I'm sure is clawing at clawing at the cover of his coffin to get out to slap this woman. Mm. Now on top of everything else, we're talking border security too, right? <sighs> <sighs> Now, let's listen to one of your great friends from your original home state, Dick Durbin, and here he is on border security. The president now has moved off the concrete wall, and in fact, in the State of the Union, talked about steel slats, or as he calls them, beautiful steel slats that you can see through. That's what he's asking for. You did hear from experts yesterday on the wall, Border Patrol, security experts and the like, and I do understand they did talk about technology, but I also understand they said that in some cases, new barriers would help, correct? Yes, and of course we have 650 miles of barriers on our border now. We gave to the president, since he was elected, 124 miles of replacement and new barriers. There are times when that is appropriate. But when it comes to the priorities for border security, it was clear to me that technology is critical. Mm. 85% of the trucks, the trucks coming into the United States, are not being scanned and x-rayed. All right, I'm going to stop right there because I personally know about this. It's actually higher than that. It's about one out of ten because they don't have enough time and the lines are way too long for them to scan the trailers that come in individually. But even when they scan the trailers individually, Frank, have you ever seen a load of onions? You know you know what's uh, infamous about a load of onions? No, the onions cover up scents. That's right. Anything that's in that trailer is going to smell like onions. It covers up, uh, it keeps the drugs away from the dogs, and that's a, that's a pretty good clue. Now, uh, the other way that you find out, you have to go into these trailers and you have to remove the loads, the contents, and search the truck. That's manpower. That's not a drone flying overhead. That's not a uh, camera. That's somebody in the back of a truck unloading and reloading pallets. Well, what what we have in that clip with with Dickie Durbin is uh, is him stepping in it, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've you've heard Nancy Pelosi and all all of the other usual suspects on the left saying that there is no crisis on the border. That mm-hmm. this is manufactured by President Trump to to, to fulfill a campaign promise. There is no crisis. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what Dick Durbin just said. Not at all. As a matter of fact, he said exactly the opposite. Mm-hmm. So which is it? Is is Dick Durbin right, or are all the people who are using the exact same buzzwords to say that we don't need a wall, are they right? So whenever you hear the left talking in unison, using the same words, it's it's coming from one place, and that's leadership, and that's a political thing. Dick Durbin spoke out of turn here, and I'm betting you he got a phone call from Pelosi not yep. long after that was heard. All right. Well, let's take a quick question or comment from the audience here. Good morning, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, Captain. This is Larry from St. Petersburg. You got about 30 seconds because I'm going to go to a hard break. Go ahead. Uh, I recall President Obama invested government money in green companies, and they all <laughs> went bankrupt. They did. They absolutely did. Mm-hmm. That's a comment. All right. Thanks, Larry. It's absolutely true. And by the way, you know who one of the biggest victims was of that scam? Harry Reid's son. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk Solyndra. Mm-hmm. 
and I believe that's what the caller is talking. One that's of right. Government sort of Solyndra. That was something that was a an allocation of government money into something that was deficit spending. Correct. And Harry Reid's son was one of the biggest offenders. And what happened to him? I say. No, you know, it's uh, what goes around comes around. Yeah, I believe it was about five or six or seven million dollars, maybe even more. Yeah, you know, it's uh, this is what happens when you when you play when you try to manufacture things in order to create a movement, and and this is exactly what uh, AOC are. Right. Yeah, AOC is right. Okay, tell us uh, how to hear your your great stuff. You can look uh, look for us on uh, on Facebook at New Media Journal or tune in to UndergroundUSA.com. All right, talk to you on Monday. Say hello, my friend. Thank you. Frank Salvato, managing editor of the uh, New Media Journal. Coming right back with our uh, Friday morning sports report here with Patrick uh, Hyland. I'll be right back. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.